0: Then, as the healer you're like you're you feel like their mother like hey eat your damn vegetables
1: welcome back to a seriously casual perspective we're seriously casual on proud bar alliance and this is the podcast where we talk about world of warcraft and anything else that catches our mind i'm ben i'm joined once again by matt and brian hello hello and like I said, we're just going to start chatting about World of Warcraft and with uh Dragonflight's release, I noticed myself uh playing the game a lot less. I think Brian, you mentioned this last time we were together that we took a whole bunch of time off and we still decided not to play the game. Do you do you still think that that's true?
0: Yeah, I I'd say I'd say it's true. I uh I wish I could play it more though. So Personally, I'd, li- I'd like to still have more time to play it. I, I learned that i have fallen behind on, like, reputations and, like, those random grinds. So that's unfortunate. But otherwise, though, yeah, definitely. It definitely, like, they're not so pressing as I'm, like, so stressed. Like, oh, I need to get on to do these five quests. Like, oh, god. No, I, I can still go a whole day without it if I'm, you know, really tired or something. And that's that's a good, that's a good.
1: Th- that is a good thing. I guess to preface it, it kind of sounded like a bad thing. Like I didn't want to play the game. That's actually the opposite of-, of true. I've been having a ton of fun with Dragonflight so far. Uh, Matt, what about you?
2: Yeah, exact same. Uh, I feel like in Shadowlands and maybe to an extent BFA, I mostly just had FOMO, like that fear of missing out. So like I'd see people doing keys, and I'm like, well, I want to do keys. What I really wanted was to hang out with people. Uh, but this time, like I, I do want to get on and do keys. Like I will intentionally seek it out. Like I see people asking way more in guild chat. So. Like, I'm always excited to play. I feel like I don't get to play quite as much as I want to. I, I think that's about
1: right. Like, yes, I would like to play a little bit more, but there, there's always that time where you want to be on, but the, the boys, as it were, aren't on, so you just can't mm-hmm. really do anything. Uh, and I don't know about you guys, but I have tried pugging this expansion. It's, it's brutal out there. Oh, man, it's rough.
0: Yeah, tier one, tier one pugging is isn't is peak shit. As it always is, tier one pug is the worst.
1: Peak shit. I need that on a T-shirt.
0: This is a we're peak shit. Oh, yeah, that's it's, no, it, it's I, I fucking agree. horrible.
2: Be- Beginning of the expansion, people people are so spoiled because they have like a tier set or they have like the best gear from last tier. Like we're we're going into this one with gear that we just kind of got from questing. Like no one has their bis that's just a lower eye level, like, we're all, we're, you know, new talent trees, so, yeah, but p- pugs are a little rough. Well, and, and even to back it up a
1: little bit, as far as the gearing, actually, one of the most refreshing things that I, that I got to do was that first two weeks of Dragonflight, where it was just rare hunting and those weekly events, uh, like the soup or the Dragonbane Keep, all of that stuff, I actually, I found that to be a really nice, refreshing change of pace, Instead of the constant M plus raid grind, I agree.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, glad that it's, it was like, like other, other alternative ways of gearing. I uh, like, it's,
1: it's always good. That's very good. I, I kind of wish it stuck around, honestly. I don't necessarily want rares to be like, you're not going to get biffs from them, but I do want them to still provide upgrades, kind of like world bosses, right? They give vaguely heroic item level gear. I think it'd be kind of cool if, if, the open world still had those options available. Because I've been going out every now and then, and I, I just get nothing. I mean, it's just stone dead out there.
0: Yeah, no, but. it'd be cool if those, if those events, like, still like gave, like, better gear. Uh, just, or better gear than, than they did originally, so that, or rather, it continues to scale. Cause, yeah, that'd be cool, just to, like, like, for instance, like, while I'm while I'm editing or while I'm like watching YouTube, it'd be cool to like sit in front of a rare spawn to like so like I'm not literally doing something in well, but it's cool to kind of feel like I'm. Um, it's like quote unquote productive.
1: Yeah, like even if you're not necessarily getting anything, you're you still have a chance at something. So I mean that that's just a good feeling to like make progress. I mean that's why we're playing the MMO, right? It's to progress our characters. That's what the RPG part of it is. Love watching number go up. Number go up make dopamine go up, therefore give it to me. But, uh, uh, I I was gonna regale you guys with a story. Sure. I feel like the two of you have have heard bits and pieces of the the story of the the flail hunt I went on. Uh, For those of you that don't know, in Dragonflight there is a a null flail appearance that the only way to get it is a random drop from treasures that are on the Dragon Isles. Uh, The disturbed dirt, the expedition scout packs and I think there's one other thing, but I don't have the rep to get it. There's a tiny chance, we're pretty sure it's about 1%, that you'll get a letter of caution, and then I'll mark a treasure on your map to get a flail appearance. I hunted 283 of these fucking treasures to get this goddamn flail. And I feel like I've never had more fun wasting my time in my life. I think Dragonflight really nailed it with the dragon riding, making that as much fun as it was, to just... My time to just waste my time and watch a movie instead of sitting around waiting to get invited to a pub group
2: or being limited to oh, it's in a raid, so it's once a week, or you know, legacy content where it's like, yeah, you can do it, but like you do it five times in a row and you're already like, all right, I, I need a break.
1: I-, I think the repeatable nature of it definitely helped a lot. Uh, I know right now that the raid's out, there's uh, that the classic super rare loot that that has been added to the game. Uh, If you played in Shadowlands, it would be like the Edge of Night dagger from Sylvanas, that I'm sure Brian has very fond memories of. uh, Or Gavel for two-handed strength users. But, uh... I really like that it was repeatable, and that it got me to go out and look at the world. I feel like I am so much more familiar with these zones after two weeks of hunting these treasures, than I ever would be doing the world quest from the the previous one. So I, I really gotta... I really have to commend the Dragonflight zone design. I think I mentioned before that we were kinda in the honeymoon honeymoon phase, and we still are, but I really think Dragonflight has the best zone design in this game ever. Yeah. Dude, I'm
2: still loving
0: it. Dude, my honeymoon phase has ended. Are you really? over it now? You're done? No, I'm I'm um I'm, I'm I believe I can look at the game clearly and objectively now.
1: Alright, what's your take after after that? Zones are still fucking awesome. There we go. That's <laughs> my fucking
0: man. No, they're so great. But the honeymoon phase for me is definitely over. Well, uh, You was,
1: know, I still kind of feel it. I still kind of feel the luster. But you go on.
0: Yeah, the the millisecond I realized I, uh, again, earlier, quote-unquote needed to get rep-up. All right. <laughs> this is honeymoon phase fucking over. But it, with that being said, it's still my my earlier uh, I believe my earlier rating was like a not like a nine out of ten. It's it's still a nine out of ten. But now it's an objective nine out of ten.
1: Oh yeah, it it I mean these these zones are great. But back to the uh, back to the world events from the start of the expansion, the first two, and I guess you could still do them. They're still worthwhile. But uh, my personal favorite one is the uh, the soup event. The, the Kalawak chef. feast, or the Tuscar feast, rather? The Kalawak or the Tuscar up in North right? Yes, Chef! Dude, yes, Chef. Seeing that shit spanned the whole time. And have you seen they've actually added a couple, like, tasks to the, uh... Oh, no, that's awesome. ...that the awesome. guy gives you? They he'll, add tasks, and he'll, like, Tessin, might, you... they bug the fuck out. True. You're not wrong. But not the but, point. But, like, he'll make you a manager, and you can, like, give people encouraging or stern direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that owns... Oh, it's great. I love it. I, I think my favorite thing is that I don't think it actually adds to, like, the soup quality. It just makes you feel good to press the button.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all it, all it does, do. yeah, pretty much. All it does, it adds to your, uh, your task count, though.
1: It does add to the task count. Although, yeah. I, I still go back because uh, that rare, viscus that comes out of it is killable weekly, or a daily, rather, for loot, <laughs> even if you can't do the weekly quest. But uh, I, I mentioned mine was soup. Do you guys have a have a favorite, or are you with me on the soup love?
0: I like that they with the soup thing. So that one of the one of the new tasks they added was you have to, you actually have, have to go like fish something. So that was like really that was really funny to be like it's kind of cool. Yeah, so I was like it was like hey go get blah blah, and I was like all right. So, I'm running I'm right around, like, the area, because it's obviously, it's, it's all, like, right there. You, you have to go very far. I'm like, okay, where is it? <laughs> where, where are these little fuckers? Where are they at? And I'm, like, walking around, like, is it the snails on the ground people keep stepping on? Nope, that's something else. So, I'm just, like, looking around. I looked around for, like, I think three minutes. And I realized, I looked in the water, and there was, like, s- like two schools of fish that were, like, glowing. And I was, like, okay. So, I, I, I like, jumped in the water. And then, now the I was, like, oh, no way. So, I, like, threw out my fishing rod, and boom. Like. There it is. And I was like, oh, okay, so you actually have to fish them up. Like, there you go.
1: You know, I think that's actually a secret a secret ploy by Blizzard, because if you remember early, early on, people realized that there was no point to doing tasks once you've done your five. So they would just stand there and fish to wait for the soup to be over. True. So I think they actually just tricked people into standing there and fishing. That's pretty great. Blizzard! Tricking me into enjoying your content? Uh but Matt, what, what what was your favorite event to do, whether it's rare hunting or, or any of the weeklies? What do you
2: got? I don't know. I I think the assault is fun. What was it? Dragon Bane Keep? Dragon Bane Keep, yeah, and Waking Shorts. Uh, it's kind of fun, but only because it goes by so fast that the challenge isn't will it get done? It's am I gonna find all these little grubs to feed this big and good frog? in time before they just, like, finish it too fast. So, like, I don't know. It, it gives me that little quick shot of adrenaline. It's very, it's nice and quick. Like, I don't have to dwell on it for a long time. So, I, I kind of like that one.
1: I, I think that's pretty good. I actually did it uh, kind of accidentally, really early on. I think it was day two. It was, like, the same day that I hit level 70, where it was me and two other people. So, it was actually really, really hard, because nobody really knew what they were doing yet, so nobody came to help but now, you're right. It's it's basically instant, when you've got 80 people all killing DeJardin and clicking the, the camp setup and all of that sort of nonsense. It kind of just goes by instantly, which sucks, because it has an hour timer, but it's done in about three minutes.
0: Yeah, it sucks especially, because if you're, like, trying to get it, like, yeah, you see this timer, like, oh, cool, I can, I can go do the thing. If you zone in at, like, certain phases, you won't get into the scenario. And then you'll oh. be there for nothing.
1: Oh, wow, that... Okay, that's that's pretty brutal. Yeah, if, uh, if
0: you're on the second last phase, it's been consistently bugged for me. If I if you enter the second last phase,
1: oh, that's actually really rough. I've encountered that, but I I mean I'm not surprised. Dragonflight released with a uh, quite a bit of bugs. Yeah, there's a reason it isn't a perfect ten.
2: On the opposite side, though, you have the situations where you're flying through an area just casually, just. Maybe you're going to go do a race world quest or, or something. You, you got something to go do. And you just kind of oops through an area and you go, Grand hunt completed? Oh, cool. I get a little bag, I guess. Yo, I love <laughs> I, hunts, I bro. Hunts are great. <laughs> I,
1: I've done so many hunts by just accidentally flying around looking for this damn flail. I've
0: yep. done I've done so many hunts. I'm waiting for the fucking cha- the flood chest to open.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, th- those two chests actually... Uh, The Flood Chest is kind of uninteresting because it's sort of there, but that that Storm Chest, where they hit it in the the Primalist Future, so I guess if uh, anyone out there doesn't know, you can go to the Primalist Future, the questline you had to do as part of the campaign, that portal's still open, and in there is a special event that spawns every two hours that gives you pretty high item-level loot.
0: Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's in, like, secluded cave, even, so it doesn't appear on your map or anything. Even if you're in the zone, it doesn't appear on your map. You have to know that that cave, cave exists.
1: That that kind of secret stuff is... I love it. I, I'm so impressed that so much of it managed to slip through without data miners and everyone just being all over it. But sure, of course, once someone kind of gets the word out, it spreads, but there's always that fun rush... Of when everyone learns about a thing within the same couple of hours, and everyone's waiting for the chest, or everyone's killing the same rare, or whatever new trick is discovered. No, it's fucking great.
0: Like, that, that that's, to me, one of the key parts of MMO. It's just, like, all the all the tiny little secret stuff that <clears throat> that isn't necessarily, like, you know, like, you need to do this, or else your character sucks, or whatever. It's just, like like, oh, cool, did you know you can do blah blah blah? Or, like, like, an Easter egg, like, in, um... S- the southern... Southern Kalimdor, there's a quest that references, like... It's an entire quest line that references, like, The Legend of Zelda.
1: Oh, yeah, in Un'Goro Crater. Yeah. Uh, you, you help out our boy Lincoln. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, that's not, you know... That's just, a, that's
0: just a, like, part of the world. Like, like it, it reminds you that this is a giant world that's alive.
1: It is the world of Warcraft. So... On the topic of people having that mindset, where I have to do this or my character sucks, the amount of people that did the Rathian or Sibelian Black Dragon rep is unreal. Uh, there, was a, there was a very good tweet that came out from JB that mentioned that the uh, the first thing some people did whenever they had the chance to explore this great open world is lock themselves in a basement and farm rep. Uh-huh. And that that's about right. There, there was a lot of people that really grinded for this rep and the rewards weren't that big, and as I'm sure you two know, those weekly quests give you basically a full level of that rep. I grinded it almost not at all, and I'm a true friend.
2: Same. Yeah, I think I'm I'm one bar off.
0: Yeah, except except for I'm not there yet. (laughs) Yeah, i have effective. I I farmed like maybe two hours total, and that was those
1: even for the rep so I could sell the rings. Those rings? Oh, man. I'll get into that in a second, but the, uh, the most of my farming was hunting those rares, because there's like eight rares or something that spawn in that area every day, mm-hmm. and you would just happen to pull other random stuff and get key fragments. But the uh, the Sarga Signet, I made probably about 100,000 gold selling those rings. Oh, I'm sure because easily. They, they had a pretty high drop rate, and for a long time they sold for about 3,000 gold each on our server. Yeah, those are wild. Uh, that was definitely one of my big money makers. But uh like Matt, I know you got into herbalism. I've been doing urban and mining on my shaman. And that's all the profession stuff I've done, but has has that
2: actually worked as a money maker for you? Uh I don't sell a ton of the stuff. The only the only real herb for our server anyway um that goes well is rithmark. Um but I I feel like I don't run into it quite frequently enough to make a substantial amount of money off of it. Um I mean I'm I'm Flush with Hawk and Bloom, I have so much Hawk and Bloom, uh, but I use that for like just regular health pots and stuff. So I, I feel like it hasn't been a great money maker. I'm sure if I like went out of my way to do it way more, uh, maybe it'd make me a decent amount of money. Or if I played the auction house a little better, but like you know, I'm I'm also not actively using crafting orders or anything. I, I don't even know if people do those for alchemy, but not about really. you guys? yeah, I, I
1: don't know if there's anything that you can crafting order alchemy.
2: The stone. Oh,
1: the trinket. You're right. You're right. Other, other than that, oh, and
0: there's a uh, there's some profession stuff like make like other professions accessories. Oh, equipment. Yeah, equipment. Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, the the first two weeks of an expansion are always huge. Like, if you try, there's they're the right time to make money. I I know myself. I went up about like three hundred, four hundred thousand gold, and I I didn't farm. Gold. I just kind of farmed some minerals or herbs when I was near them, and then sold those sarcus signets when I could. But otherwise, I wasn't trying, and still made a ton of gold. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have been trying to make money or how successful you've been.
2: Uh, I'm using uh, my tried and true method of GWOE, <laughs> cult classic, surely. <laughs> uh, hmm.
0: I haven't been trying very hard. And I'm I'm up, uh, probably close close like nine hundred to a mil. That's and, uh, it's a lot more than I thought you'd say. Yeah, well, it's 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 I I just do the same thing I do every every tier where like on uh, on Sunday I buy a bunch of nonsense, and then on Tuesday I sell it. Yeah, that's, that's uh,
1: for better or worse, an
0: extremely good method of buy low, sell high. Yeah, and the the and, man here, my problem though. Is that despite the fact that I'm, I think I'm at like 2.6, uh, 2.6 mil roughly, it's still not anywhere nearly enough for us to provide
1: everything for the guild. Oh my god. And that like really pisses me off. (laughs) The consumable prices, at least right now, it's still early, so we don't know when they're gonna level off, but some of the things are just insane. For the most part, files have leveled out. They're, they're, Reasonable. Uh, even though they're half the duration from flasks in, in previous expansions. I think like a hundred gold each isn't backbreaking. Yeah. No, but not at enchants. All. Enchants are backbreaking. A hundred and eighty thousand gold for a three star enchant is insanity. Yeah, that's wild.
0: Yeah, like I mean the other one of, one of our one of our guildies spent forty K on a gem.
1: Uh, I may or may not have spent a total of one hundred thousand
2: gold on a neck and the gems in it. Don't look at my. Don't look at my neck. Don't look at my neck. Don't look at my neck. <laughs> yeah. No. We, we yeah,
0: all, That's 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 the thing we all jumped for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm, wait, I'm uh, <clears throat> waiting for one of those one more of those focuses and then I'm, I'm gonna bother or,
1: or guilty about it about recrafting mine. Yeah. For context, we are talking about elemental lariat. Sure, if you've been paying attention to uh, BIS lists or what things you need to craft Elemental Lariate's probably at the top for your class, because it's at the top for every class I've looked at. Yeah. Like, hands down. But uh, that being said, the other consumables I believe the Potion Cauldron is around like 40,000 gold each which is still just mind-numbingly expensive. Hold on. You gonna buy that thing? Uh, I, I'm more referring to the mats to make. Oh, okay. I don't think you can buy the cauldron itself. I think that's, like, bind on pickup. Yeah, like, okay, I was gonna make some of those to Hold sell. Up. Hold up. Yeah, holy shit, dude. I mean, I'd I take, take another look at it, but uh, I, I was talking to some guildies earlier about how much it costs, and it's it's about 40,000 each cauldron. And that's just for potions. That doesn't cover the files.
0: Yeah. That's wild. <clears throat> yeah, I'm... Um... Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to provide a lot this tier, like for the guild. And like
1: normally we provide all enchants, but like we can't provide basic enchants. Even the cheap ones are like twelve thousand gold.
0: Dude, the okay, so the for the my 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 fair example, um, besides weapon enchants because those are always those are like you mentioned are insane, but like the chest enchant, waking stats, the rank one and rank two are like seven gold, like 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 literally nothing. And then the then the max one is like two k. It's like all right,
1: <laughs> cool. The, the quality of enchant has definitely uh, impacted inflation. I've I've seen a lot more complaining about it in trade chat about how much gold people have to spend.
0: Yeah, and then I'm gonna keep fucking going back to it. I I wanna I wanna provide everything for the guild. My goal my goal as as a guild or as an officer group or all the officer core is to be able to provide everything for the Raiders, so all they need to do is like is just just work on their own class. That's it. Do your rotation, do your homework for your class, do how much damage, how utility, yaya, blah, blah blah etc cetera, et cetera. Don't you know worry about making gold, you don't know, worry about, you know, worry about doing this or this or that. Like just do what's you know what's fun for you. Don't worry about making gold unless you know, unless you want to, whatever reason. Like for personal reasons. But we can't do that this tier. And normally, with a new expansion, yeah, it's, you, see, you usually have to wait a, like, a little bit of time for things to level out, but but usually it only takes a week. But now, I, I don't see it leveling out for another month, if if it even levels out this tier.
1: I I would bet that it won't even level out this tier. I think we're going to hit 10.1 before the average person who plays WoW casually could afford good enchants on their gear.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I, I have to agree. And that really sucks because i've i've had to i've had to tell like i have had to tell guildies like um sorry we don't provide those what we're and you know because obviously we have been for since our founding like this was uh, like i know you two were around for it but like that that was like a core value in why when like one of the things i wanted to offer is as a guild and the for the effectively first time ever we're not we're not gonna be able to
1: do that Yeah. <laughs> it, it it really is kind of kind of shameful, almost, where like we have to kind of have our tail between our legs. It really does suck. So it honestly, if I feel like Blizzard needs to intervene in anything right now, they need to do something about either the requirements to make things or how much material you get. Maybe they know it's going to level out soon, but as of right now, and the foreseeable future, it's ridiculous.
0: Okay, That's I... I I agree they need to intervene. I disagree on how you said they should do it. I believe how you should do it is they need to they need more gold sinks because right now like like just like just just greens right just like green weapons
1: are two hundred gold to set to vendor. So you're talking about just reducing the amount of gold in the game in general.
0: Yeah, because that because that's a lot of the reasons why some the things are so expensive. Is, or expensive, at least looking like something is like I mean, like you just mentioned, you made four hundred k this this thing without without trying. That's
1: that's yeah. insane. Like I, at least in fairness, most of that has been from other players, but I think it's still the same root but that's problem. Exactly, it gold is yeah, gold is too valueless.
0: Yeah, like just just questing to go go from sixty to seventy gives gives you over hundred k. Like just selling like random greens and shit that show up.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're selling everything, I, I remember making around like sixty or seventy k leveling my demon hunter, but I didn't do a side quest. I did dungeons for a lot of that, and dungeons are not like gold efficient in any way. Yeah,
0: and and we're not, and now we're and again, like you mentioned, all the rares you get something you don't you don't want per se, and but like say you can't disenchant it, so you have to just vendor it. The weapons again are like two hundred plus gold. Oh yeah. Like ca- like Captain Lance or whatever the fuck, he drops like a pull arm or a strength bat something like that. And every time I get it, I'm like, wow, that's, that was an easy like 300 or 200, almost 300 gold. To be fair, I disenchanted it, so it's worth more than as a crystal. But still, like just just for venturing, that's that's nuts.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So,
0: so there's a, there's simply too much gold flowing into the uh, into the game, and that's that's a problem.
1: Now, to posit another solution, do you think if they just funneled even more gold, like they they quadrupled down, and then everyone was flush with cash, but they didn't up the gold cap, it could possibly fix it?
0: No. The reason for that is is the same reason why they keep needing to to do item squishes and stat squishes. Eventually, the number gets so high that humans can't quantify it, and, and it becomes meaningless. So like, to do like, oh, I do, I have 4 million health, and I do 55 million DPS. Okay. Is... That sounds like a lot. No, I'm shit. No, the guy, I'm, I'm actually bottom of my list. Or bottom of my, my DPS meter. The guy in rank one is doing, is doing like, like 243 million. Like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, it, it, it becomes less, it, the numbers mean less. The numbers get too big that we- they don't mean anything anymore. <clears throat> so I don't know how- I don't know how Blizzard can do it. I know other games have done it. But that's in other- like, other games. Like, the economy in every game is completely different. So I don't know how the fuck... Like, it'll exist here, I guess? Like in, um... In Runescape- where actually, this one might work in WoW. Um, but in RuneScape, there's a there is a the the meme is there's a a literally a sink that you can make out of gold for your like house. Obviously, we don't have player housing, so scratch that part. But you could but it costs like you go up to an NPC. The only way to get this item is when you go up to an NPC and he sells you the uh, the special gold you need to make this sink. And it costs like a hundred million per bar, and you need like five bars to make it or something. So it's like absurd. But that's but like every time but someone buys it. That's boom, that's five hundred million gold out out of the game. Like literally in a fucking snap. That's one person. <clears throat> uh something else they did then now this is the thing I was thinking of before my break literally got distracted by a fucking squirrel or something. Is uh they have a, a um a well that's in one of the main cities. And you can you can literally just dump shit into it and it'll just evaporate. Like whether it be items or gold or whatever, and there be and there's a uh a um a leaderboard. To who dumped the most gold, like thing, so say like uh, like Hawk and bloom. Say it's like ten gold each, or whatever, and you dump in like a thousand Hawkenbloom bloom. Into the a thing. It's like it's like Matt, Matt is rank seven on the on the board. He's <laughs> he's dumped in a hundred k like today or whatever. So there's like so there's daily, weekly, monthly, and lifetime leaderboards, like on this on this
1: like on this well,
0: and it it has gone it has done very well for the RuneScape economy.
1: I. Think that that actually sounds like an excellent idea i do agree though i think at, at its core there needs to be a gold sink i think the actual best idea would be some level of player housing being a gold sink absolutely that feels like the easiest way to implement stuff that you just buy with gold that then evaporates from the economy but you get a thing for it
0: yeah so and that's and that's i mean that like the i'm a Runescape's the best mo in the world like you can't you can't disagree like, the, like, the, when they introduced the construction skill, like, the parallel housing skill, because gold was getting too crazy. Like, they literally said that in a blog post. Like, this is why we did the skill. It's really cool, yeah, but the reason wasn't because we wanted to do something cool or wanted to be helpful. They wanted it because there was too much damn gold in the fucking game, so we had to erase it somehow. Uh, I think a great idea, Blizzard, please be listening. Or my my FBI CIA agent, please get this to the place where it can be useful. If they added some sort of like that sink I, or that well I just mentioned, but they you but they trans- transition the gold into real life money, not for you, but for like charity. Hello, Blizzard. Oh, a
2: charity. That's actually yeah. I'll, Blizzard? I'll for charity. I'll do I'll do stupid shit for charity any day of the week,
0: dude. Um, and then they get to ta- they get to write it off for their taxes, and they get to, it's a huge PR move blizzard
1: oh wow actually hire you- me
0: all right sorry that or, was it. or
1: steal your idea and not pay you in
0: the hell way. please steal my idea
1: this is a great I I will dump gold into it I I would dump I would dump my small amount of gold into it like no that'd be great okay it definitely seems to have worked
0: it's, it's working fucking great we don't talk about all the item dupes we don't talk about those
1: okay that's uh can't <laughs> win
0: them all boys <laughs>
1: can't win them all sorry we, we take a couple else here and there now, uh, I mentioned this a little little bit ago, but I, I, I have seen people complaining about the, the gold situation. But honestly, that's pretty much all I've seen people complain about. I know it's been the, the big meme since BFA, especially, and through Shadowlands, that hating WoW is just sort of the in vogue thing to be. It is cool to hate WoW, even if you play it. If you don't play it doesn't matter. We need to shit on WoW. I have seen that almost completely disappear since Dragonflight's release, and I don't think that that's an accident. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, I don't see a ton of discourse, and the very small amount I do see is usually people who have like new X-Pack woes, like that. You know, like I was discussing earlier, people are like, "Man, I don't feel as strong. I feel like I got to heal way more in in Mythic Plus." Well, yeah, we have like new, brand new talents that not everyone has memorized or has perfected yet. We have, you know, th- not the best gear. Nothing's bis, but at lower eye level, you don't have a tier set. Like you, you're starting fresh. So, a lot of people that I do see discourse from usually get like, you know, shoulder checked by the community. Like, well, hang on, maybe this isn't as bad as you think. The sky's not falling.
1: I- I've definitely noticed that. I mean, to use the the term, there's a lot less circle jerking about how bad. Wow is and instead there is that shoulder check idea. I've seen plenty of posts on you know R slash Wow or Twitter, or all the all the normal places that are real dumpster dives of just bad takes, and most of the comments are usually no you're wrong and here's why. Yeah, the only negative the only negative things I've seen
0: beside besides gold, because gold nonsense um is like random PvP stuff that, like, has already been
1: fixed. So... or I guess it's a good point. I'm, I'm very disconnected from <laughs> PvP in this game. How, how are PvPers generally liking Dragonflight so far? As of this second, they're loving it.
0: They're lo- the people who actually have a brain and can formulate a real opinion uh, are enjoying it. The people who cannot are getting one-shot by Demon Hunters. <laughs> And that's fine. That's, that's fine. the right? <laughs> like, that's okay. Like, you, good luck with that. Like, uh like right, right now, the, sh- the quote-unquote, like, one-shot meme, guys. Arms Warriors, Sub-Rogues, Demon Hunters. You get, re- like, out of nowhere, you can get one-shot by these classes if you don't know what's happening. And if you do know what's happening, you can stop it. And it's very, like, straightforward to stop. Like, it's very, it's very uh, choreographed. Like, what's happening? So as long as you, like, kind of know and mind you this is like oh you need to spend a hundred hours in arena figure no you look up a video you look up a video spend 10 minutes fighting a warrior you figure it out because it's not it's not crazy it's a very it's a very like the dances you see their left foot going down kind of thing
1: well then correct me if i'm wrong is that not exactly what you're looking for in that pvp that is in this literally game? perfect
0: that is that is the ideal situation for pvp the, the reason people are Again, complaining is they are is refusing to see it. They're refusing to, the the players who can't formulate an opinion, who I don't trust their opinion, are the ones who are like, Ah, oh, Demon Warriors are OP! Ah, oh, Rogue's are OP! Warriors are OP! Uh, you're just- you're standing there doing nothing, you literally just sat down to eat food and you got one shot because you couldn't dodge it because you're sitting. Huh? Why- why are you talking? <laughs> Come on. So overall, it's- it's been- the- the short is- it's been fucking great. Besides Solo Shuffle. Solo Queue.
1: What's so bad about Solo Shuffle?
0: Solo Queue has, once again, uh, created a toxic community.
1: (laughs) To everyone's shock, I'm appalled. (laughs) Are you telling me that Solo Queued content creates a toxic mindset in people?
0: Yeah, insanity. So, for, for those who don't know, Solo Shuffle, it isn't what it sounds like to people who don't play it it sounds like it's a, like you queue up solo one game in out done no no it's a best of series Blech. so you're with fuck off that's amazing so so you actually get like you you can like throughout the series you can actually learn about your opponent and learn about their habits and counter them like that's great
2: okay yeah yeah no
0: no no I'm in now I like that like it's it's dope the again the reason you threw up <laughs> it's it's because then you're stuck with the same o- idiot <laughs> for, for the insert rounds here. But the th- but the here but the deal is once your MMR gets to where like it should be like yeah you're gonna, the first like two or three like series you're going you're going to troll or get trolled. It's that's just how it is till your MMR like sets to a place of, like where you like should be. That's gonna happen every game. Like that's that's not even, that's not even like it's like your placements in league or and whatever game. Like you it's you can't even complain about it. you. Like if you complain about those, like it's you complain about to like two coat. You're you're bitching the bitch. You're not actually bitching because you think it's a problem. You know what I mean? Like you're just like you know spouting it essentially, and that's fine. I've no I've no problems with that. Um. So so one of the one of the one of the overall problems, uh, with solo shuffle, is that there's only one. I shit you not one viable solo shuffle healer and that's Which the is. and that is the preservation of ochre every other the, healer the requires brand new class yeah i know crazy right
1: really like i know like wh- what no i mean you're you're lying to me i don't believe you brian you're lying to my i know face to me. i know the the reason is
0: because they are so mobile and str- their heals are so strong, and they also have a fuck-ton of damage, they require very little setup. It's just like, I need a heal! I'm hitting four. That's it. You got the heal off. Whereas, like, with Holy Pally or Holy Priest, like, you gotta make sure- sure. <clears throat> excuse me. You gotta make sure, like, Serenity is up. You gotta make sure, like, oh, do I need to, like, Guardian Spirit them first? Like, do I need to do this? Or do, do I need to- is Beacon on them? Like, blah No, no. Now, now, now fucking fuckin' man. <laughs> <laughs> there is just... so they requires a little coordination. So that's why there's they're the only viable solo shuffle healer. Cuz they, you know, don't
1: require any talking to your your teammate. That sounds about right. Um I guess to transition into healers in a PvE sense, uh the Mythic Plus season has definitely seen a lot of nerfs going out to just a random group damage throughout these dungeons. Uh Matt, you've been primarily healing in M plus. How do you how do you feel about that so far right now?
2: Uh I mean I've been enjoying the fact that I'm supposed to heal again. I, I hate just kind of doing like a bad DPS rotation. I, I really felt like in Shadowlands like my only value came from how much damage I can put out. Like every every single thing, like all my trinkets, everything was always based around doing damage, not keeping people alive. Like I I was basically there to press my gutted DPS rotation and then when everyone looks at me, I press my, like, 15% DR, you know? So I've been enjoying the fact that I press my heal buttons on purpose a lot, um, so that's been pretty cool. I know for sure I feel
1: fragile uh, a lot, but I'm I'm pretty sure that that's actually just a gear thing. I've been watching a lot of the really, really high-geared players uh, streaming their keys, and it seems to be that the stuff that feels ultra-lethal just isn't. So, I've heard some complaints that the group damage is still way, way, way too high across the board. I don't necessarily think that that's true as much anymore. I think it's mostly just that we're still really poorly geared.
2: And there's some dungeons that are just brand new.
1: That's also true. Uh, As much as these dungeons have been done on beta, even Temple of the Jade Serpent was not designed when Mythic Plus was even a concept. Uh, So, it Kind of got reworked, and it's not surprising that it has some rough edges that need, you know, ironed out.
2: Mm. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think. Uh, I think after a little more time, people people will see a lot more success. People will get the you know their two two piece tier set or slightly better gear. Like the they'll feel less painful.
0: Yeah, I I personally have no problem. With the fact that the majority of the player base can't do a 15 right now. I have literally no problem with that.
1: I am in complete agreement with that. Because as of recording, it is still week two of the season one. And the two ethics weeks have been pretty hard. A tyrannical Grievous week is rough, and Quaking on the first week is brutal. But it's still doable. You just have to play perfectly. And honestly, the more I've done Mythic Plus, the more I like that. Even the three of us, or actually, I believe, Matt, you were not there. There was a two hour Azure Vault 15 that we did, and we completed it, and it was at least fun for me. I don't know. And
0: 26 minutes.
1: That's what that was. Yeah, it was was a long time.
0: Our tank mentioned that that is longer than our raid time.
1: You are correct.
2: Was that that like a two chest or.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I we we two chested
0: it. Blizzard actually flew to my, flew me to Blizzard HQ shooting congratulate
1: me. Yeah, I have a trophy on my wall, by the way, so if you ever wanted to see it, I'll I'll show you my one one hundred twenty six minute Azure Vault fifteen time. Speedrun. Yeah, speedrun, by the way. World record any percent. Literally any percent. Yeah,
0: literally, my god. Uh, but yeah, no, I've I've no pro like so, so loot right now caps out at a twenty, right? So so a lot of people are in the the shadowlands or the rather the previous expansion mindset where you're like, oh, I need to do the max cap thing. I'm gonna fall behind, and then people are getting fucking raffle stomped before they even get to like the fifteen to twenty range. And it's been awesome. It's been so funny because that happens every expansion. It's a new thing. We're not geared. No shit, you're not going to be able to do fucking 20s like the week two, if you, especially if you weren't, like, a player doing that before. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just not how it works. I'm sure you I'm sure you did get better over the course of the expansion. I'm, for the love of God, I sure hope that's the case. But there's no way that, like, one, as a whole, your group did that, unless you all intentionally, like, really gave it, like, that was the goal, like, to improve, Right. Life, that was a goal? Sure. I believe you could have went from a group that could only do 15s to now pushing 20s, like, you know, right? Like, as that, that's like the new bar of difficulty for your group. I have no, I have no reason to doubt that that's the case for, your, for anyone's personal group. The thing is, most people aren't doing that. Most people don't play this game or live life even to improve. They play it just to, or they play it or just do things to do things or to just play. They don't, they don't, they're not, they're not always actively improving. And uh, uh, they're, they're always the loudest, unfortunately.
1: That, that is a really unfortunate trend that we've pointed out in the past as well, is just the lack of willingness to get better as the solution to the problem. Because so many people will play, especially in an MMO, to make number go up, to get the gear. And the gear is a nice reward, but also the skill expression, actually doing the content with your friends, is all part of it. It's all the same package. But for so many people I feel like to play this game, it's just the gear. Hey, I uh I, I spent fifteen dollars a month.
0: Uh I should be rewarded for paying that sub for paying that sub. Where's where's my where's my where's my best gear at? Huh?
2: Yeah, why don't I get one piece a week guaranteed?
0: Yeah, what the fuck? We're doing nothing. I shouldn't even have to log on. You have my credit card info. What's the problem? <laughs>
1: Yeah, At just add the cash shoppers, no problem. Yeah, unfortunately some players I literally I feel actually believe that. Oh, the pay to win MMO wouldn't <clears throat> exist if people didn't have this mindset. Yeah, I hate it. It sucks. But generally, uh I think for the most part uh I still disagree, I mentioned last episode, but I still disagree that season 1 should have four old dungeons. I think it should have just had the eight Dragonflight dungeons and then we can start mixing in the old dungeons. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. But also, I've been having a lot of fun with the four old dungeons. I think that they actually work pretty well. Uh, Shadow of Burial Grounds is notable for being much, much easier than every other dungeon in the rotation. But I still like doing Court of Stars. I still like doing Halls of Valor, especially with removing a lot of that trash. Makes it a lot less painful. Uh, and I've been enjoying Temple of the Jade Serpent. I actually think that some of the reworks they've done have made that dungeon a lot more fun to repeat over and over again. Yeah, thank I... fuck they changed the first boss. Oh my god. Could you imagine if you had to sit there and wait for like four minutes or whatever it was for those ads to spawn like it was back in MOP? Yeah, that
0: was the number one reason where I, when, I, when I saw that list and cringed physically.
1: I... I didn't know what they were going to change, but I remember out loud saying they have to change the first boss as soon as I read that on the list. You don't want four minutes of your dungeon timer going to staring? No. I. In fact, I'm quoted as saying how much I love roleplay in my timed event. Here,
0: here's a here's a dealio, man. Like, because obviously any there's, like, ro- like roleplay or stuff like whatever the fuck, stuff like that, they add it to the timer. Like, obviously like if you don't if you don't think that I'm sorry you're wrong they they do account for that the 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 issue isn't that that's a thing that needed to happen like for some of those things to feel like a a, a dungeon or whatever the issue is that it kills momentum you're doing a thing mm-hmm. that relies on speed and like like determination and power to go to to, to like to power through it so that when you get like brick wall not because a mechanic was too hard or your group needs to get better at this block when you have to wait for even if it's like 30 seconds it's like like um like in like in like in football when they call a timeout when your kicker is about to kick a field goal literally icing the kicker though that like 24 seconds or whatever is enough
1: it's enough to rattle the nerves too yeah that's the whole point of icing the kicker it's a really good example but also, even even to that, yes, you're correct. They absolutely factored into the timer. But it also just feels bad in my monkey brain. I, I'm seeing the timer tick down, and there's nothing I can do about it. And even though that's factored into whether or not the, the challenge is completable, it still makes me feel shitty.
0: Oh, yeah, it still feels like shit. Because say you, like, fucked up. Like, say you wiped two or three times, and you wasted four minutes due to dying and running back. And now it feels extra bad because this thing is, is icing you. So
2: yeah, I agree. I don't like it. Uh, I, I love some agency. I really do. Uh, the, the last boss of Academy um, is a really good example. Uh, that's, that's Echo of Doragosa for those who either haven't done it or don't remember the name. Um, and I like that there is a dispellable bomb I like the idea that we as a unit can either ignore the mechanic and, and just kind of do it, like, you know, hop out, drop it, hop back in whenever. You know, that's fine. But I like that we could coordinate, like, oh, um, someone's cooldowns are coming up soon. So we can coordinate. You can run out early. I can dispel it. It'll go off early. And you hop back in. Your, your cooldowns are ready to go when you want them. Not when, you know, the bomb deigns you are allowed to use them. I like that. What I don't like is Matt, you're the druid and we're in BFA in the middle of freehold. We need you to stealth and run ahead to start the RP and then come back because that's faster than you helping us just kill packs faster. That that kind of stuff is weird to me. I don't I don't like that. I don't like go start the RP. That's weird.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that shit's weird. Like for sure. Like I remember like I mean same. I play the also. I also play a stealth class. Like, guess what? You're on.
2: You're on RP duty. That's not very fun. Or, or Tazovesh would be like a more contemporary example. Oh, like exactly, walking ahead to start that market RP because that RP is
1: about a minute and a half long oh, in yeah. a not long key. That timer's, I believe, thirty four minutes was was the time. It's not a terribly long key. So if you can get someone to start that early, you can save multiple minutes, and and that's just it's poorly designed i think for the most part in a mythic zero setting it's fine to have that rp right but as soon as you add mythic plus adjust the timer to be appropriate but add some kind of auto skip rp function where as soon as you walk into that he just skips to his last dialogue bit because nobody's paying attention to the rp anyway in a mythic plus key nobody's ever reading what they're saying
0: no or or change like the area in which it activates like make it make it a entire room earlier that the next room will like load like like for like like apps like your smartphone will preload or sideload a bunch of apps and shit for you so that when you get to it it looks like oh this is it. my phone is super fast like it did this in one it did this in 0.23 seconds that's cuz it, it already loaded in the background so like something like that
1: would would alleviate that problem entirely Even more modern games, like especially uh, God of War Ragnarok is a really good example because it came out pretty recently. That game is a really excellent example of hidden load screens. You'll walk through certain hallways that will just load a random amount of length while it's loading the next level. And it'll just keep loading a random amount of length until it successfully loaded the next level and then you'll go through and you can move on. Or an elevator will take a, a random amount of time before it loads the next level so you can keep going. And I think that that doesn't break the flow, like, standing around waiting for an NPC to talk about how much they miss their friend or whatever the RP happens to be. Yeah, no, like, yeah,
0: like um, yeah, hidden load screens are, are, like, one of the smartest decisions ever made. Like, hands down. I, I'm willing to bet you there's a lot of people
1: that don't know this happens. I, I would bet most people don't know the concept of a hidden load screen. You're, you're right. I think they've been masterfully implemented in modern games. And, and they've been around for a while. It's been a thing since oh, yeah. like, the Xbox 360, PS3 era. I'll say the first Xbox had a lot of games that did that. Oh, you're right, yeah. Because the original <coughs> Halo did that,
0: didn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah. For everyone who don't fuck doesn't fucking know, like Ben mentioned earlier, when you're on an elevator, it's not... Just because they want you to feel like you're on an elevator. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so they're lo- they're loading the rest of the game while while you're going up a few floors, listening to elevator music, like dancing left and right.
2: My goopy yucky goblin brain loves it though. Get oh, exactly. Twenty seventy seven. Get an elevator. Ooh, they put TVs in. I can still see the whole world, so it must already be loaded, right? Yeah. Right? See, like that shit. Like, well done like, game developers for, like,
0: getting to that point and just improving on it. Like, every every generation it gets better and better and better.
1: So then, yeah, absolutely. For Mythic Plus, using all of these other modern games as an example, add some kind of hidden load screen or twist the concept, do something, so that this RP flow-breaking nonsense isn't in the key. It really does kill the flow.
0: Exactly.
2: Uh, I already talked about like one of my favorite bosses for this for for just Mythic plus this rotation, which was the Echo of Doragosa. Do you guys have any standout ones where you're like bosses you actually unironically look forward to? Like despite it being tyrannical, you're like whatever, I get to play my little piano of a class or I get to I get to do my bread and butter for this whole boss. Like I was built for this boss. Are there any like that for you guys? I love the storm boss in Knockout
1: Offensive. I don't recall his name, but he's often the second boss you go and pull. He's the, the hot tub boss that just kind of stands in the middle. I love the concept of the orbs that do a good bit of damage to you. Not a ton, but they give you a damage buff that doesn't last for very long and stacks to 10. So you want to, like, greed and get them all, but you also don't want to greed too hard and die. And then beyond that, the the spread mechanic that it puts on you, the big circles that go on everybody, if any of the buff orbs are in there, they blow up if anyone touches the the orbs with that circle. So if you weren't fast enough, you don't get that buff anymore. And it can it's very regular that if you don't plan ahead, the buff will just fall off of you. Because Ooh. there's no orbs to get. I think that that is a mastercraft in single-target boss agency in terms of the better you play the the easier that boss gets, but it's still killable by taking the super safe option if you feel like you're taking too much damage.
0: Yeah, and that option changes depending on how difficult
1: the key level is compared to your group as a gear. And yeah, that's, I, I think that's that, that is a masterfully designed M plus boss.
0: With that being said, I have no current favorite boss.
2: At all. Do you have... Do you have a least favorite boss?
0: No. Really? I lied. The last boss of Azure Vault. I hate That'll, being slow.
1: Uh, don't skull? fucking slow me, bro. Don't fucking slow me, bro. We learned this lesson in Season 2 of Shadowlands. Don't fucking slow me. Even if it's dispellable, I don't care. Don't fucking slow me. i rather, and maybe this just comes from playing PvP, I'd rather be stunned. Yeah, actually, okay, redesign idea of this, right? So the debuff stacks up to 10, and each stack gives you a stacking slow. It's the same mechanic where moving gives you a stack, but once you hit 10 stacks, you are now stunned. Better or worse mechanic. Am I still
0: being slowed 1 to 10?
1: No, you are not slowed 1 through 9. Yeah, I'm in. Great. They already did this. It's called Mythic Rathia. They they did this mechanic already. Mind you, that stacked to 50, it stacked a lot higher, and the fight made you move a lot more, but it's the exact same mechanic, and honestly, I loved it. Because at 50, you I believe you just died. I think it just blew up and killed you. But you could stack all the way up to 50 and never have a problem. But I, I don't think that that's my least favorite boss. I think that as far as least favorite bosses, it has to be the last boss of Temple of the Jade Serpent. Just because the... I, I don't like dots that can go on certain players because if it just keeps targeting the same player over and over again and they run out of defensives, they run out of health stones, they run out of health pots, there's not any real choice you can make to help them, they just eventually die. And if it chooses the same two people over and over again, eventually they're just gonna run out of buttons to help themselves.
0: Yeah, I like yeah, the that's rough. I like the um how do I put this? Uh, Like 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 say let's say a mechanic only affects ranged and you're only ranged as your healer Well then your healer gets shafted. Well that's stupid. <laughs> like why 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 not make the mechanic prefer ranged
1: Like, like I, I think preferring ranged is always better. Uh, An example I can't th- there's one in, in dragonflight but a really good example is the second boss of Spires of Ascension in Shadowlands the dash that she would do only ever targeted range. So, if you were arranged like say a hunter that was already kind of squishy and didn't have very powerful defensives and you got targeted every single time, it was common for you to just die and accept a b res, and that's that being the correct answer for how you deal with that mechanic.
0: yeah um like i okay, so how I personally from a non game dev nor software developer person. What it would want some of these mechanics to to work is that it prefer, say it prefers a certain thing. So it prefers ranged. In the, in this this uh, example, there's only one ranged. Uh, again, say it's the healer. So then the healer gets targeted for the first one. No shit, fucking guaranteed. The second one, it it like does a dice roll. Like, but now everyone's even. And then like once you and then exact and then so so the first so the first time it's guaranteed the healer, hundred percent it's gonna be the healer. Second time. Everyone gets like twenty five percent because I'm not including the tank, and then once, but then once you've gotten it, your percent goes down to get it again. So the everyone else goes up and yours goes down.
1: So what you're describing is basically just bad luck protection built yep. into it.
0: Yeah, bad luck protection, exactly. That that way it'll it'll it would smooth out like using cooldowns and stuff like that, so that you can actually like feel like you're countering an ability or countering a mechanic using your brain and not that you just got literally RNG out of something. Obviously being that it's still, it's still a dice roll, that there will be times where, yeah, you just get rolled. But it, theoretically, you won't get it like six times in a row.
1: Yeah, personally, I, I would still like it if, let's say, the first time it was the healer, then the other four people in the group, it becomes a dice roll, and then the healer gets added back into that pool. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I'd still, I still want... The, I, the thing is, once you... If they don't tell you and people don't figure it out, that's okay. The problem is once people find that out, it's too easy to cheese.
1: That's actually that's a fair point. Gaming gaming the system like that is really really common. So I think actually some level of RNG you, you might have flipped me on that.
0: Yeah, like it's it, it just it's it's just to keep you on your toes because that's the fun part. Like outplaying something is
1: is the fun part. Yeah, whenever whenever everything's super scripted and it's just follow the script. Whoop, someone messed up. Recycle and start again because we're fucked. Yeah. i i like being able to deal with a problem on the fly that i love that yeah. uh and i think M plus excels at that more than any other form of content uh exactly. at least that i do all right matt you mentioned uh our least favorite or most favorite bosses but what are yours
2: Uh, There's only one that really stands out to me as my least favorite because, as you guys know, I am uh, very good at complaining. I am uh, almost an expert at it sometimes, much to Brian's dismay. I know he loves my complaining, especially when it's just, they need to nerf this boss. And he just goes, or just do it more than twice, Matt. Just do it more (laughs) than twice. Maybe that's the solution is just, I don't know, play the game, bud. But uh, a lot of my complaining has subsided... All of a sudden, now that Quaking's gone, hmm, strange, rubs chin, is confused, What? what's... What, what, how crazy that Quaking is gone and now I'm fine. So uh, what you're uh, saying is your least favorite boss is Quaking. It's uh. funny you say that, because there is a boss that they decided, for some reason, just had Quaking on it. It's the fucking bird... From Academy, which has my favorite boss in it. It's it's Croth, the giant bird that has an interrupt. And in between, there are giant fireballs that fall seemingly randomly. So you have to just constantly move and not cast during that fight. Now, I play Resto Druid. I have plenty of instant cast stuff. It's not that big a deal. But gosh, when I want to resolve a spell, just please let me resolve a spell. Let me cast one regrowth when I need to. It's so frustrating. All the other bosses, probably fine. Overgrown ancient, I've gotten used to. Like there's tons of them where I'm just like, yeah, I just need like ten or more goes at it, but that croth sticks out as like, man, just stop making me move, dude. Stop making every mechanic just move. <laughs> I'm tired.
0: As uh, as Matt I... says, let me respond to this in in the proper way. Uh yeah, suck less.
2: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, the Dark Souls method. <laughs> yeah, just, have just... you considered getting good? <laughs> no, getting better.
1: <laughs> <That's>... Ah, yes. <laughs> I have a, I have a, actually a much more nuanced take on that boss, because originally I was right there with you, Matt. I kind of hated that boss. They did fix my main gripe with it, and that its hitbox was fucking tiny, but it had these gigantic wings, so when you were in melee, Bruh. its wings would just cover the swirlies. They have fixed that. Yeah, Hit you were under. You were under his big fucking toe. We couldn't see your damn fucking character. I can tell you're very happy about this boss, Brian.
0: God, do I hate bosses that have big models and small
1: hitboxes. That pff, uh, rude. Well,
0: it, huh? Doesn't make any sense.
1: But uh, one thing I noticed actually, because my my brain saw balls that I can throw in holes, and it makes a number go up because I scored a point. So my monkey brain immediately leaped to try to getting as many fucking goals as possible. But it turns out there's a whole mechanic where you can intentionally delay the goals. The The downside is that the boss gets a stacking buff, so that big shriek just does more and more damage, it does more damage on the tank hit. But if, say, you don't want to deal with the fire and the wind, you don't have to do both of those immediately, and you can instead base it out based on your group and how much damage you can take. As to when you activate the two uh, different goals, the fire and the wind. So originally, I load that boss, but then we're right back into giving me more agency over the fight. Therefore, I now like it significantly more. That being said, don't stop with the interrupt shouts. There's like fucking fourteen of them in this expansion. There's too many. I didn't know it had. I didn't know we had options that boss. That's cool. Yeah, I learned that yesterday because someone told me to stop putting the goals in in, in a pug. Uh, I, I I've been flamed for your benefit.
2: Yeah, it's the only one that stands out to me. Is like I just don't like doing this boss, and it and it's it's perfectly like I it's still fine. I don't think it needs a nerf or anything. Now that I can actually see my character, like I I, I just don't like doing it.
0: Oh yeah, that's fucking fine. Like the, like the, la- like the last boss, my, my hater boss, the last boss of the, the vault or whatever. It can, it can be changed none at all and still be fine. I just hate it for, you know, it's a, it's a me thing. Like I don't, I don't want Blizzard to fucking, hey, your game's broken, fix it. It's not broken, I just don't like it. Because for the same reason, I suck at dealing with it. So, oh, sure. I don't yeah. like it.
1: <laughs> and on that boss specifically, I do actually really like fighting that boss. I find it really fun dealing with that mechanic. To be fair, my class also has a built-in way to deal with it. I can just go dog mode, and I'm fine. Whereas you're just kind of relying on getting a dispel.
0: Yeah, and then like cloak every two minutes.
1: Yeah, or your grappling hook, and maybe that's it.
0: Yeah, the, the yeah the issue for the issue I have personally with that boss is that it, the, while those are the I I have more tools in most classes for movement for sure, but then like say there's there's five crystals show up, three are on left side of the room two are on the far right. Okay, well, I just need to hit both and also get to the boss. So... Okay, split your group. Yeah, no shit. But I still need to get to the boss.
1: So, like... Yeah, you can get to one real easy, but the second one's rough. But yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with disliking a boss, even if you don't think it's necessarily bad design. Alright, so we were talking about uh, specific bosses in general, but I guess dungeons as a whole... Uh, I've definitely noticed, and kind of agree with the sentiment that I enjoy doing the older dungeons more than the newer dungeons. Uh, the older ones being Temple of the Jade Serpent, Shadow Moon Barrel Grounds, Halls of Valor, and Court of Stars. Uh, do you guys agree with that, or do you like the new dungeons? How do you how do you feel?
2: I, I guess realistically, I like some of the old ones. Court of Stars is a little rough on that last boss, where it's like, hey, purple on purple, or you, you know, it's it's hard to see some stuff. But I don't know. I've been enjoying them. I still wish we had all all of the the new dungeons for the first Mythic Plus rotation. But I, I've been enjoying the old ones as well. I, I think it's about equal, though. What about you, Brian?
0: I'm having an okay time in the old dungeons, but that's only due to f- familiar, familiarity. Familiarity. We got there, um, and not actually because I find the dungeons fun. Like because I could because in the in the when we're doing the when we're doing the older keys, I can turn my brain off because mechanics haven't changed. So my brain just goes back into autopilot mode and then I can go back to just fo- I can just go to focusing on my rotation and doing more doing more damage, which I suppose is a good thing and um, that I do more damage in it but that disengages my brain a little bit and uh then I die to stupid stuff like i I, def- I play worse in terms of um, dodging mechanics in the older dungeons for sure but do I like that I don't know. I don't know.
1: I I rather, I like the newer dungeons more. It is in short because they make my brain work. I can definitely see that. Uh, I I'm also willing to admit that it's purely that it's still new and it's just because I do know the older dungeons better.
0: Yeah. Oh. And
1: even with the changes to Temple of the Jade Serpent, you know, I understood what say the third boss did with that kick that you had to run out of. That mm. that I knew what that did. I knew I knew how to avoid it.
0: Yeah. Like let's see Temple. I i never I never liked that dungeon, even when it was current. Uh let's see. Shadow Moon. That dungeon personally is very boring for me, even again, even when it was current. Uh Hells of Valor, now that like you mentioned they've changed it a lot, it's now it's now playable. <laughs> but it's still It was like, definitely a dead key back in the Legion. Yeah, exactly. Um so now it's you know now yeah, now it's playable. Uh, it's yeah it's okay the, no, nothing's like super interesting about it personally Um, let's see what was the fourth one Court of Stars Court of Stars, yeah. Court of stars when in, in, at the time of, of release in Legion it was my second favorite dungeon of all time and so with that being said I'm enjoying running through Court of Stars again but I think a lot of that is also nostalgia cause I, I, I don't know maybe it's weird to use nostalgia for something that was six years ago
1: but also hey reminder that was six years ago yeah for one that was six years ago but i mean i don't know people were nostalgic about classic during wrath of the ledge king and that was only a three four year difference depending on the time
0: yeah that's true uh,
1: but yeah. i i definitely agree i think that that especially with legion time walking having done quarter stars a bunch the nostalgia factor is also starting to kind of wear off and the flaws of the dungeon since they've made more and more dungeons with Mythic Plus in mind, are being shown from court.
0: Yeah, I I really like all the all the, the profession stuff and the class stuff. Like that's that's it's that stuff's cool. Like don't get me wrong, I actually think that's cool because it doesn't it doesn't save you a metric fuck ton of time in in the in the Mythic Plus sense. And it also doesn't hurt you. It doesn't so it doesn't hurt you that bad if you don't have X Y and Z. Right, it just kind of helps, but you can still like blast through it. If, if you happen to also to be to be you know you have about five blasters plus you also have happen, happen to have the right the right combination of stuff to make the dungeon go by quicker um yeah you yeah you annihilate that key uh so that's I mean, but like but that's fine but if, if you don't have any of it and you're like just you know like a quote unquote average group of players it's still like a, it's still a very doable dungeon and that's i think that's a good thing yeah, I mean new new dungeons are cool. Uh, I, I, like like we until we've said now probably like five or five or six times. I I just
1: want I just wanted to play all the all the new dungeons. Definitely agree. I mean, obviously we're going to get to next patch, but it's just going to be the same cycle over again of we're relearning four dungeons because we've never had a chance to see them. Uh, and while that novel experience is nice, I feel like we're double dipping doing old dungeons and new dungeons that are actually still new to the player base. Yeah. We can just do one and get that experience just fine.
0: Yeah, like I know I know p I, know, I, know, I know. I know, like season four, of Shadowlands was really real, well received because it was like, oh, like it was a, a combination of blah 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 blah, and that was really fun to do blah 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 because it was like interesting or whatever. Because like, oh, like how would you, how would a uh, demon hunter deal with this mechanic now? Because this demon Hunter didn't exist when this dungeon existed, so like something that was like kind of eh, kind of interesting. And then people were, like, oh, like maybe it's a good thing that we're rotating dungeons. Like every season is like interesting and are new and interesting, new and shinier, blah blah blah. But personally. Um, i rather the same, like, I'm, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm in the minority for this one, but I would, I have no problem being the same eight dungeons for, like, the entire expansion, and and then they do, like, like, the season four of Shadowlands, the, the home run tour, if you will, and that's when you throw in, like, the older dungeons, or, or some, like, fill, or, like, some silly nonsense, where, like, Halls of Valor is, like, himdall. there's two of them now, or something, you know?
1: Imagine. I think for the most part, I agree with you there. Uh, I really liked the season four victory lap feel, uh, but I I like the feeling of mastering dungeons and learning the tiny tiny nuances as time progresses. And honestly, I kind of hate the pain period of learning new dungeons every season, where the first two weeks are getting over really basic mistakes.
0: Yeah, because it's also like it's not because it's not just you learning. I think it's it's your group learning things. So like. So like you, you like say you might learn faster than like some of the people in your group and then you then you're having then it like sucks for you personally. Like to having to deal with like these like come on guys like we've we've seen this thing one time, why are you still fucking it up? You know, like So that's like it's it's eh, it's one of those things. But clearly that circle on the ground is good, not bad. How could yeah, you think dull. otherwise? Like, oh how'd you figure that out? Well I stepped in it. For science. Okay. Did you die? Only the first time. <laughs> and like, I have no, and mind you, I have no problem with limit testing. That's not my, that's not my, my bitching, what my, what I'm bitching about. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, like, like, mastering a dungeon feels really good. But also then, like, like, cause now, like, like, earlier we mentioned that we can, like, we can kind of, like, you, alts are more playable, this expansion, right? So, like, I mastered this dungeon on my rogue. Next year I have to switch to, huh, holy pally. Dot dot dot, or anything else, or just another, or like say, shout, I want to play Shadow Priest next tier, or whatever it is, then I get to, I get to, I get to learn the, I get to solve the same problems my rogue had, but in a much different way. And that to me is really fun.
1: I, I definitely enjoy that a lot. Uh, I think the seasonal ethics also doesn't get enough credit for variety. Uh, yeah, exactly. cryptic, especially in season three of Shadowlands, made those dungeons so much more fun. Compared to, I don't even remember the name of the season two ethics with the lieutenants that just destroyed the quality of some of those dungeons. Wow, what the hell was that thing called? All I remember is Prideful. Yeah, Prideful. Prideful had its problem because it was actually good to start with. I do remember Prideful being fun, and then as the season wore on, it got real old real fast. Yeah,
0: because it, cause it got it got solved. And like anything where you can like, where the solution to it is like, do this, is fit this piece of the puzzle directly in this place, and if you fuck it up then your whole dungeon's fucked. Alright, I guess. And also prideful like, killed Restro Druids. Yeah. That's, that's so silly. Like, oh, why are Druids bad? Resto Druids were fine. They just couldn't deal with this one thing. And that made them like, F tier. And that sucks.
1: Yeah, that's that's really bad because it, it it didn't matter numerically, but like this mechanic doesn't work. And that happens all the time in raids and in dungeons specifically, but to have it happen to an entire M plus season is rancid.
0: Yeah, like how like like some weeks are shit, like so like some some classes can't do with like remember like previously nerf like or rather pre nerfed Grievous? Oh, how God. how did you deal with that as not a holy pally?
1: uh you didn't you they did exactly died. you
0: didn't you just died every person had to have food on cool. them so they could like they could eat every pull and like just like just so they could get like, a couple ticks off to like take off grievous like that was how you deal with it and like good luck fucking making pugs going out and get food oh my god, like good man. luck with that much less having your friends fucking do it and then they have to remember to do it my god <laughs> like and then it's the and then as the healer you're like you're you feel like their mother like hey eat your damn vegetables Yes, shit's do. Come on.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Matt, Mm. how how do you feel about uh, mastering a dungeon, right? Would you you prefer the same eight dungeons, maybe adding a mega dungeon here and there for the entire expansion, or do you like how they're doing it, where they're going to mix in the old and new throughout the entire expansion?
2: I am sad that the mastery of the dungeons I acquire is going to become outdated with the next rotation of of dungeons to come through but I am excited at the prospect that maybe it'll constantly feel fresh and that there is that slight chance that I while I will lose the mastery I have acquired others will kind of be reset to vaguely my same level so maybe if I didn't get to spend as much time doing some M+ or or doing other stuff it's nice that maybe we get soft resets on everything because you'll you'll still be going in with you know tier set or better eye level or or you know understanding your tree better maybe they'll maybe they'll kind of conclude some of their balance changes uh pre-season two or or, or pre you know the next patch um so you'll be going in with more stuff than you did before but i, I don't know i'm, I'm very 50 50 i i'm both excited and terrified so I, i'm just patiently awaiting the next rotation to see how it feels you know
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I end up like, just like, like, this. my opinion changes when fucking Season 2 drops.
1: For sure, and it could still be, I mean, it's still early. Week 2, we could just be experiencing the early Season 1 pains that come with every new expansion. Yeah. Alright, that's enough from the three of us. Let us know what you guys think down in the comments, and you can subscribe to us on YouTube to catch any future episodes, as well as follow us on Spotify. All the relevant social media links for the three of us are going to be in the description where they usually are. And thank you for watching A of Casual Perspective.
0: Bye! Bye. Bye.